building an indie business in the center of venture capital. I am Alex Edmonds, also known as Supreme Ramham on the internet, and this is the Building an Indie Business Podcast. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about athletes, and the reason why is because for me, the real sports season is when they start signing contracts. It's the interesting part. So we're going to go over the contracts, um, what factors go into a contract, um, and how the different ways a an athlete can make money. Um, okay. And then I'm going to give my opinion about some things. All right. So let's get into it. All right. So, you know, the contract... Um, there's there's many different factors in a contract, so there's a uh, there's your guaranteed money. <clears throat> so let's say Steph Steph Curry's contract is worth two hundred um, and one million dollars, I believe, and um, not all of that is like guaranteed money. So there's incentives that are built into this, and um, there's a signing bonus and then there's there's different stipulations so let's go into incentives um what are incentives they're like they're money that's in the contract but he won't necessarily earn unless he reaches like a goal that they that the team wants so um let's say the, the incentive is uh, winning the championship, right? So he will only get that ten million dollars if um, he wins the championship, but that's that's in his two hundred million dollar contract. So um, actually, his contract is worth one hundred ninety, assuming that that's the only um, guarantee. So he might be guaranteed fifty million dollars. So that's. That's how much he's guaranteed to get no matter what, but he may earn $150 million if um, he, he reaches all the goals that they have in the contract. And then he doesn't get $50 million over time. It, it's going to be over at least five years. So it's $10 million, $10 million, $10 million, $10 million. Um, in sports, they have a thing called salary cap. And this is how much a player can make depending on certain factors. And those certain factors are how long you've been playing with the team, um, how long you've been playing for. So someone that's been playing for 10 years has the opportunity to make more than a rookie, right? Uh, There are other factors like um, being traded that factors in. So basically a contract a sport, sports contract between a player and a team is just essentially a an employment contract. And when a, a player gets traded, the they're trading the contract, technically. So there's this thing called the Larry Bird Law. Well, that's not what it's called. I, I That's what I call it. Um, and when you, a player gets traded um, after three years, or no, when a player has been playing for one team for three years, um, they don't need to use salary cap to um, p- 
pay players. So like Steph Curry's max might be max contract might be five years, twenty million dollars. So um, when they uh, when they sign him again, they don't need to use their salary cap to pay him that money. So they can use um, the salary cap to sign different players to help him out during the season. So max contract is five years. And then you can sign a max contract that includes all the money that you could potentially make um, until you're 35. So after, after you turn 36, um, you know, they're like, oh, you're going to turn 41 at the end of the contract. And in sports, a player usually retires at 40. So no one really wants to sign a 36-year-old to a five-year contract. And so if you end your last contract at 36, you take a pay cut um, because you uh, don't have a five-year contract, right? Okay. So that's one thing that they can do to make money, or that's one way um, athletes make money. There's also licensing, which is like autographs. You sign things and then you sell them on the internet or anywhere, I guess. It doesn't matter. Um, there's also naming rights. So a company comes to you and they say, hey, um, we'd like to use your name to sell our product. One example of this is the George Foreman grill. Um, yeah, so George Foreman didn't actually invent the grill. Someone came to him and said, hey, can we use your name to sell this grill? And George Foreman probably gets um, a percentage of the sales or ownership rights, and that's why he's in the commercials for the grill, because he has incentive to get the grill. And usually a licensing deal is like, one or two percent of the sales or ownership of the company it's not very lucrative but it's very it's easy right you just let them use your name so you're not doing a lot of the work and that's why you don't get a lot of the sales okay so there's endorsement deals and i think for some athletes at least like the superstars this might be more lucrative than their actual contract because there's no cap on how much you can make right so you might have five your, your contract might be worth 20 million dollars but you have five endorsement deals worth six million dollars so you're making 30 on your endorsements and five or on your five deals and you're making 20 on your contract so you can have multiple deals and i think I, I know for a fact, actually, your endorsements are less work than your, 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 your training for whatever sport you play. Um, because like in the NBA, going up against Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan takes a lot of, it takes a lot of uh, training, right? You're, you're in the gym for eight hours a day, uh, six days a week. And for your commercial, or not for your endorsement, you shoot a commercial, 
you show up to an event and they pay you like a million dollars for that event given that you have certain things you have to meet and then you're only doing a couple things for your endorsement you're shooting a commercial you're showing up to an event which is a lot simpler than playing against Michael Jordan or training to play Michael Jordan right yeah and so the things that the the products that you're selling for the companies are like sports related products so like shoes food um, I've seen people promote banks and then a good thing about endorsement deals for the athletes is that it continues after your retirement so you see retired players um, in commercials for different products like maybe um, some type of cream that helps them recover from all their training okay so um, another uh, revenue stream for them is investments so they can do normal investments stocks bonds uh, other types of investments and then they can also become a VC right so they can easily become accredited um, and then they invest in startups or early stage companies um, another option for them is to start their own company so Steph Curry has a production company where he starts TV shows and he puts them on air and he produces them, right? So that's another option. And then what they can do is they hire management to run all these things and then they go play. So yeah, um, another option for um, players is to do appearances. They can do movies and get paid that way or they can do corporate gigs and I think this is really good for athletes that are in a small market they can promote the uh, local sporting goods store and this is a way for players in a small market to make more money and become well known in the local community and the reason why I think small-time players need to become known in the local community is because a the average player's career is like five years so you need something to do after you retire and becoming known in your small time community is another way you can make money you can become the local um, news anchor for sports and that way you have another job as soon as you retire um, I think that players are overpaid, but they still make pennies compared to like the owners or the people um, in the league that set up the league, right? <laughs> because why would um, the owners be willing to make a hundred to give an athlete a hundred million dollars if they wouldn't be getting a huge ROI in that investment, right? So for the athletes, though, the real money is endorsements. But the problem with that is you have to maintain a certain image. If the public hates you, then hates you as an athlete, 
then companies will not be coming to you to um, have you be the face of their product. So also these small time um, athletes, they won't be getting these huge contracts that will exceed their contract or their NBA contract, right? Or their, their, their league contract, right? So that's another thing. I think the players for that reason need to have a revenue share agreement with the leagues that they're in because like the owners are still making money during covid and how about the players are they making money they they probably are um from the league because they're they're their employees but uh they aren't they probably aren't making as much so i think one way to get more revenue is to have more um, teams in any league, but that would mean to travel more because my idea to get more teams is to merge with um, current leagues in different countries. So, you know, um, merge with someone in Brazil, Brazil's league, or merge with the Chinese league in China. But then the players in the NBA right now, they would have to um, fly to China all the time. And while they could uh, raise the cost of the tickets and make more money, um, that means you're flying 18 hours um, at least from China to the U.S. every couple of weeks so that's a lot of fatigue and I think that will lower the quality of their um, playing and that might hurt the league um, because the quality is lowered right um, expansion could lead to issues as well you need places or you need the infrastructure right so the NHL needs to have the the arena with ice and so there are some places that won't have an arena that they could use for hockey so they need to create that infrastructure themselves right so that's another thing um eventually all the athletes will be replaced by robots and it'll be interesting to watch because you think of the greatest moment in sports and you can imagine that a robot's head is flying off in that situation. So like a flying knee to the head, um, the head of the robot flies off when, um, you know, the ball gets passed to them and it's a little rough. They, they just, the limbs are flying everywhere of the robot, right? So, and then my content will become irrelevant, which is unfortunate. Okay, conclusion, the contract and everything, uh, it depends on how much value you bring to the league or the team. That's why the Atlanta Hawks um, are making, they're not making as much money as the Warriors because they're in Atlanta um, and the Warriors are in the Bay Area, which makes you wonder why Ohio had two NFL teams and LA didn't have any in the early 2000s. So yeah. All right. That's all I have. Thank you for listening.
Have a nice day.